0: My name is uh, Intongase Turner um, and I've been at Bab for close to, I think it's 16 years. Um, yeah. I originally um,
1: came to find Baobab when I was a student teacher in July, I was at 1994. So a few months after Baobab opened, I worked in a reception <coughs> class helping out. And then I continued with my studies, came back, was offered a job in 1998, a full-time job. And um, then again, I left sometime when my daughter was born. Um, That was about 14 years ago, and I'm still here. But I did go to other parts of Lusaka and discovered that the grass
2: is not always greener. This is my home. This is my family. This is where I belong. Mm -hmm. No one
3: else. So there's something very special, very unique about the school. Whether I'll still be here in another 24 years, we'll have to wait and see.
2: <laughs> we, have our, we communicate together, we do things together, and basically my responsibility is five and six, but of course, if seven and eight need help, you're there.
4: I think one of the things that's also very helpful for us is that we sit on a campus that is just stunning. Um, Not many children, uh, teachers, schools have, you know, the opportunity to be on such a beautiful campus. Uh, You talked a little bit about when when you came here and there was just dust everywhere. Um, You remember that day, I was speaking to a previous pupil today, and she remembers when there was just really nothing there. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the facilities that we have here that are, that are new. We've got a fantastic library, state-of-the-art. We've now built a new hall. Um, would you like to expand a little bit on, on the library and what it offers?
3: Not just the library, all of our fa- uh, facilities have developed uh, at, a, at a great rate. The, the library, we, we have separate sort of spaces for the primary and uh, the, the middle and the senior students. Um, I think one thing I always love going into the primary library is it looks like such a fun place to read with the lizards and the beanbags and so on and it's that trying to develop in our young students a love and a passion for reading because it is so important to to everything that they do Um, there's also scope for our seniors to go in there and and research and, and everyone has access into it it's um, plenty of books that are age-appropriate uh, in terms of their content as well as level of challenge. We've got the uh, very fancily named Cybery that's tagged on to the end of it that we use for, for lessons for computer science, for example, in some of our smaller A-level classes. But I think there's just the, the style and the nature of, of the finish on that building. You, you walk in, it's like, I want to learn in here. This, this is something special. And, and we've had many people who've come in around who have commented on, on both the library and I think our campus as a whole feels like I'm at a university. I can't believe this is a school. And, and I think that's a sort of testament to some of the facilities that we have. We've got food tech.
4: We've added um, over the last 30 years, we've got uh, new, science, uh, new science labs. Um, when I say food tech, it's our food technology uh, department and kitchen, which is just amazing. But of course, the most recent addition has been our auditorium, which we are so proud of. And I know coming from the arts... Uh, you will be really wanting to see things happen in there. Maybe more on the, there'll be more performances, but I'm sure things like that, areas like, like that really excite you. Um, your area in the arts over the last few years, how has that also developed?
0: Um, I think it's, it's been nice that we've seen, you know, a lot more, even just within the Beerbab community, um, engagement with Outside artists um, and having the opportunity to actually go and visit galleries and give the kids more of an insight of um, different forms of art and design, um, and it's also been nice to see some of our former students who have who took um, art and designers exam classes, and they've actually gone on and carried on and started businesses with what they what they've learned from from school. Um, So it's been really good to also make reference to those to to students who are stuck with what am I gonna do after school, you know, and and also helping them with what their strengths are within the art and design. Because not everybody can draw, not everybody can, you know, but they can make. Um, And it's so nice to have that diversity. Yeah.
4: And it's one of the things that Baarbab is really well known for is being inclusive, uh, where there's a space and a place for everybody, uh, for every student, including our staff. You feel that you have you've talked about opportunities where you have an idea and it come, can come to fruition. So it really is a place for not just the classroom. So I want to take this now to the fact that even over the years, our extracurricular, which I know you're all involved in, be it netball or football, karate, you're all involved in that, is also really expansive, um, and you're all involved in that. But it's also a chance to interact with the students at a different level. Over the years, we've won a, a numerous number of ISAS uh, awards in plenty of areas of, of, um, of sport. Our Duke of Edinburgh... Is really quite expansive, and uh, we're hearing, we're getting more involved with that. We had a break, I suppose, during COVID, but we're we'll coming back into that and, and doing really well on that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about where we are with uh, AI, moving from a little bit of sport. If do you want to comment a little bit on the sport?
2: Well, not maybe on the sport, but I would like to um, um, say something about the, the, the outdoor education. Okay. Yes, you know, every, every year. From reception onwards, something happens with outdoor education, and I think that is really a strength for, for for our school. So we start with sleeping in the classroom, and then we sleep uh, out for one night, and then we sleep out for two nights, and then three nights, and four nights, and that builds up. It goes further away, but the, the opportunities the children have to go on these trips is absolutely phenomenal. And it is really extending your teaching from mm. inside the classroom, taking it outside in the real world, and that makes a huge difference. And it is really a fantastic program that
3: we have here at I school. C- I couldn't agree more. <laughs> I think it's also an opportunity to celebrate the, the beautiful country we live absolutely. in. Absolutely. Our students absolutely. get the chance to go to the Lower Zambezi, to McCamby, to Livingston, to Teshi Teshi you know, they really do get to explore all corners yes. of the country and to, to celebrate this, this amazing place that we all, all call home. Yeah. Yeah.
4: And again, it speaks into the fact that we're not just about the classroom. That's right. Um, and we are inclusive uh, around other areas and to, to produce or to, to really create citizens that are well-rounded. Mm. Uh, again, speaking to a previous uh, student today, she says, look, I I didn't do my tertiary education because I felt that uh, Baerbap gave me enough Mm. to go out and do what I wanted to do, and I'm very successful at it, and I've done it at my own pace, and I'm extremely proud. So trips such as Mm. this are really important and special, and there are not many schools that that do that.
2: And it is making memories for life. Mm -hmm. It's making memories for life. Yeah.
4: yeah. So even when we talk about how advanced we've become in AI, and of course our, our, our board of uh, trustees and governors and management are focused on ensuring that technology is part of the school uh, curriculum, there's a balance, and the balance goes with trips. It goes with our well-being, uh, which I want to talk about. So it's not just hard-hitting classroom, hard-hitting technology or AI, as it were, but it's all well-rounded. And I think Mr Stokes, you're in a really good position to talk about how we decided to expand on our wellbeing centre. Um, it was, it's always been there, uh, maybe not as a centre, but we've always had support, pastoral care throughout the
1: school. Maybe just talk to me a little bit about how we decided to expand on wellbeing and why. Obviously, as a teacher, you wear many hats. You, you're a mother, a father, um, yeah, administrator, Sometimes we've all been taxi drivers, but not recently. <laughs> yeah. But um, we wear so many hats. Uh, and basically, an unhappy child will not work well. So we're here to ensure that children um, are happy. And parents have such busy lives. And I think that's where the change has come over in the last few years, is that certainly um, it was one parent that worked um, Now it's two parents at work. It's not just two parents at work. It's two parents at work long hours. Mm -hmm. And so what we need to do is really work in partnership and not just your form tutor or your class teacher, but a whole group of people that actually can help students because, you know, not everybody is going to gel with that one person. So it's a case of... (coughs) You know, have you seen this person or is this somebody that you feel safe and comfortable to talk to? Um, And I think that mental health has become something that's become more talked about. It was it was never really talked about, certainly um mm-hmm. in in Zambia mm-hmm. I think it's, it's a lot more out there in the last few years and we need to keep up with the rest of the world
2: So thanks to COVID
1: I yes yeah. I mean I think COVID highlighted yeah. that I think it was yeah. already coming but it brought it to the surface I mean we we are now you know growing up into in this part of the world you were very um, not isolated but I think sheltered is the word mm-hmm. our children are not so sheltered because of what well, as you were talking about the, the social media mm-hmm. um, you know our children are exposed to so much they learn and they know so much more than any of us did growing up and it's it's amazing what they know so we need to give them the tools that are going to equip them for life mm-hmm. um, not just academically but emotionally and you know, how to hold conversations, how mm-hmm. to behave, you know, and that's what we need to do from a pastoral point of view. But it doesn't just take one centre. It takes the whole school mm-hmm. working together to bring it together. And then the thing that we are doing is working with external agencies um, within Lusaka and, and building um, a network there so that we can refer students if required Um, A bit like a a medical hospital Mm -hmm. is how I see it. Um, And we've also got a learning support department, which we call the DEN. Mm -hmm. Again, we've got teachers and and practitioners who specialise in certain fields. But by working with the community, we can go, this person will help you. Or not to bat it away, but it's about trying to find the speciality speciality of of what a child needs.
4: This reminds me of... uh... It's not just an, I'll say it in English, but it reminds me of a very Zambian or African saying that it takes a village mm-hmm. to raise a child. Yes. Yes. So I do feel as though at Baobab, we raise children together. Yes.
1: I like that.